2: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's a gorgeous spring day. A forecast for the rest of the week is a bit up and down, but today, at least, is rather nice. So is there anything you could do to pass the day and get out in the beautiful spring? You could go foraging. Kate Ryan from flavour.ie. Hi, Kate.
0: Hi, PJ. Good morning. How are you?
2: Very well. There's a few little walks and trails you could take and do a bit of foraging. First of all, what exactly is foraging?
0: Well, uh, I suppose foraging is a, is a, a practice where you're collecting uh, food from the wild, basically. So uh, not from a farm, not from your garden, although you can do some foraging in your garden if, you, if you've if you let a patch of land go a bit wild in, 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 in the garden. But effectively, foraging, I suppose, is where you, first of all, go off and find a place that is... Uh, um, where where wild food is growing and then after that I suppose if you return back to the same spot every time you're really just kind of collecting and picking and things like this so foraging is kind of the the act of actually finding a place where wild food is in the first instance but um, it's it's really educational for kids for sure because uh wild food is something that was always kind of a massive part of the the old irish diet you know and mm. one of the great things about wild food is that it, it Things appear in nature as we need them. So say this time of year in spring, we're coming out of a long winter into summer, you know, like our vitamin C levels are a bit down and, you know, we're all a bit tired and exhausted. And the things that are kind of growing and available right now are the things that our bodies need right now as we're coming out of a long, dark winter into the longer summer days.
2: Mother Nature, as she regularly does for us at many levels, Mother Nature is providing
0: Absolutely. A hundred percent. So like right now, you know, we can walk around and we can see that there are leaves sprouting, blossoms are blooming. And, you know, really the great thing is with foraging is you really get, a sense of tracking the seasons throughout the year. So right now we have new leaves, new blossoms. Later we'll have berries, then nuts, and as we go into the autumn and the winter, then you know we'll also can, can forage for roots as well. Um, so at every stage of the of the of the way, you're kind of really reconnecting with the changing of the seasons as we come into one process through one and out the other and into another. Mm-hmm. So it really kind of is a connective practice, and I think really um, right now um, foraging has kind of gone beyond the sort of the initial eye rolling response of like, all right, let's go foraging. And it's kind of more looking into sort of the wider uh, connected, the connected practice of foraging. So now we're looking at not just what we can pick, but also in terms of our health, mindfulness the biodiversity in our local areas climate as well what what is available when and how that is changing Mm. and how that relates to climate change and then there are also food skills that fall out of that as well like drying fermentation bushcraft which is incredibly exciting um <laughs> I, that's all kind of forms part of this foraging mindset now um, and it's just a great educational tool for kids
2: so for this week when the kids are still off for the next few days anywhere we could bring them to introduce them to the basics
0: absolutely well actually right now um, this coming weekend so on sun on uh sorry saturday the 23rd of april kevin o'connell who is probably better known online as forage and find is running um a foraging walk in banning colleague regional park um so that's this saturday it's, it starts at 11 a.m goes through to one thirty p.m uh it's about 25 20 euros per person and you can book online or or look him up on instagram at forage and find so uh, what he basically would do is take you around a regional park which is kind of like a semi-urban urban setting which is not really maybe where you would think you would go for foraging people mm, yeah. tend to think that to be out in the wild wild but um he takes groups of people around and the walk is always food focused people learn how to identify wild foods how to cook them their medicinal properties how to make some herbal preparations and of course being the time of year as well kevin will be focusing on the wild spring greens and new shoots are appearing everywhere as well as and this is kind of like an important thing anybody anybody can go and forage anytime they want but where these kind of introductory courses really come into their own is that not everything in the wild is edible. Some yeah. things can look like other things. One of them is edible, one of them not edible. So going on a very quick course like this will give people some really basic tips on knowing how to spot edible foods and that what are safe yeah. to eat and what are not.
2: Because I was going to get there with you next. Take something like, like wild mushrooms. I mean, I absolutely love nothing more than... Uh, big plate of fried wild mushrooms but you have to be very careful that they are actual mushrooms
0: Yeah, and I'll give you a funny story about this. So I went on an organised wild mushroom hunt a few years ago, and every single mushroom I I found was poisonous. I didn't find a single edible mushroom. So, but you know, I suppose at one point I was like, "This is a waste of my time." I'm walking away with no edible food. But then at the end of the day, I thought, "Well, at least I now know how to identify what is inedible." You know, and mushrooms are a very particular one. You have to be so careful with mushrooms because in Ireland, the vast majority of wild mushrooms that grow on these islands are actually not edible at all yeah. um, so there's very very few but I mean like right now when we're kind of looking around I suppose the classic native weed the bane um, of most uh, gardeners as well are nettles Yes. Um, and nettles are really having a moment in the sun literally and figuratively so uh, right now they're perfect for picking while they're small and tender um, but they're packed with really great nutrients they got iron and zinc and vitamin C they're kind of like wild spinach in a way you know and they're really versatile and you know um, people are still suffering from you know um, coughs and colds and various different uh, bugs hanging around the place at the moment and Nettles, nettle soups, be, uh, cooking nettles into potato mash, uh, mm. Mm. making pesto and things out of it. This is a really great way to kind of pick wild food for free that is really good in nutrition um, and is actually a, a part of the old Irish diet as well.
2: Okay, is there a website that people can start to look look up this and 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 maybe learn some more, Kate? Your own one, flavor.ie, suppose- obviously. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I do write about foraging. I suppose the best um, the best thing to do really is to look for. There's a couple of really great books actually. Um, the first um, would be um, the There's a book called The Forgotten Skills of Cooking, which is written by Darina Allen, and she has a huge section right at the beginning on foraging. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, that I mean, this book is about twenty something years old now, and that was where I first discovered the passion I have now. For, for foraging okay. and there's also a fantastic book as well called Wild and Free which is written by two Irish authors as well and is widely kind of regarded as sort of the bible for uh, wild foraging and food preparation and it's a very slim book but it's a very informative book so okay. I think those are the best places to go and have a look and uh, yeah check on the website flavour.ie okay. as well
2: Alright Kate thank you uh, flavour.ie is springtime get out there and do a bit of foraging But be careful. It might not be a mushroom, and the least it'll do to you, the least it'll do to you is you'll spend a day talking to God on the big white telephone. Quartz 96 FM.